Welcome to another episode of the Bible Toolbox. I'm Lydia. And I'm Luke, and we're here to help you enjoy the Bible through the tools that scholars and programmers have created for you. And today we have a special guest, um, Dr. David Instone Brewer, who is at Tyndall House and is part of the creation of the Step Bible and getting that up and running and helpful for us. So we're going to ask you, David, about about this resource and how to use it, where'd it come from and, and so on. So um, thanks for being on. And why don't we just start with basic question of who are you? Well, <laughs> David Instone Brewer, I'm Baptist minister and uh, I'm seconded to the academic world. And I, I'm there to do useful things for the church in the academic world. Great. Awesome. How'd you, uh, how'd you get interested in academia and biblical studies and, or even become a minister? Uh, I, I, I was one of those teenagers who were nerdish, you know, who were always looking in the books and uh, never playing on the field. I couldn't catch a ball, but I can read books. And uh, yeah, I, it, I was always nerdy. And, and I, was, um, I became a Christian in my early teens, and I wanted to know what the Bible was about. and. Uh, how to get into it. So I was uh, playing around with things like Strong's Concordance and whatnot from an early age. <laughs> yeah. Great. Awesome. All right. So tell us about Tyndall House, where you work and what your role is in that and how that's connected to the Step Bible. Well, Tyndall House is the, the best place in the world. <laughs> It's a, a library which is dedicated to studying the Bible uh, and probably the third best in the world uh, after the Ecorbeblik in Jerusalem and uh, the, um, the Vatican Library in, in Rome. Uh, then you've got Tyndale House. And uh, Tyndale House is all English, so that's even better. <laughs> but it, it, we have uh, scholars come from all over the world. It's... Uh, there's about 50 places there for scholars and they're always changing and uh you, just by standing still in the middle of Tyndale house you meet everyone it's mm -hmm. a fantastic place to be uh, and so um, yeah uh, Tyndale house is uh, a library but it's a community of scholars so i i meet people from all over the world who are studying the bible and uh, who just want to know more and want to spread that knowledge somehow so that's Tyndale house and what is your role at Tyndale House? I went there as a librarian, uh, and then I got uh, more into the IT side of things. And then I got, uh, then I was always doing research there. And in the end, I was doing almost nothing but research. So uh, yeah, uh, I'm uh, a research fellow at Tyndale House. And it, it, Cambridge and Oxford have this uh, wonderful category of scholar called a research fellow. And uh, you can read and write whatever you want and publish whatever you want, so long as it's useful. Mm. And uh, I, it's, I, I just managed to keep hold of that role. It is a fantastic role to have. <laughs> yeah. So how did, where did the Step Bible come into play with Tyndall House? Well, we, we always want to gets the expertise that's accumulated in their house out to people. And how do you do that nowadays? The, the way is through the internet, so through 
looking things up, plus understanding from the web sources what's what's true. But whoa, there's so much rubbish out there. <laughs> and um, even in the Bible resources, uh, the, there's a lot of stuff which is free, but, well, you know, free isn't always good, mm. and it's not always curated well. And uh, we wanted something that was reliable, but free, and uh, for people to study the Bible as deeply as they want to, or just read the Bible in their own language. And we wanted to get those things out there. So I, I started this project, Step Bible, and I just didn't realize how big it was going to get. <laughs> so I don't, I don't even know like what the Step Bible is. So if you had to summarize it, if you were in an elevator and had five floors to summarize Step Bible, what would you say? I'd say, let's go up to the 50th floor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it basically it's a way in which to read the Bible in whatever language you happen to have. So it's got uh, 450 Bibles into 280 languages. Uh, it doesn't have them all, but you know we keep on adding Bibles. Uh, the idea is that people don't just read the Bible, but they can study it as deeply as they like. So if they want, they can get into the Greek and Hebrew. If they want, they can go and find out exactly what the grammar is behind the word. If they want, they can compare it with other Bibles. If they want, they can turn it into interlinear to see the Greek and Hebrew underneath each word. If they want, they can go into uh, anything. But the most important bit of Step Bible is reading it, reading the text and understanding what God is saying to you through that Bible text, but in your mother tongue, not just having to be forced to read it in someone else's language. Uh, we don't yet have everything. We've got the interface in 50 different languages, so that you'll be able to find an interface that you understand in a language, and hopefully you'll find your own Bible there as well. Yeah. Okay. You want to give us a, a walkthrough of, of Step Bible? Okay. Uh, so if I share my screen now and um, go and find it. So right, this Step Bible, as it is when you open it, first of all, down here on the right-hand side is just a quick introduction with some examples of what you can do. The most important bit is here, the text. But you see, as I move my cursor over it, things are happening. So let's just stop somewhere, Earth up. And there you find a definition of the word behind the word earth, what it was translated from. So God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All the time you can see what's behind in the Hebrew or the Greek. Or if you want to know more, you can click on a word and uh, see more about it. So you get a deeper definition and uh, find out more. Let's, let's go to the New Testament. So I go to Matthew. Uh, so uh, genealogy, uh, and if I click on that, you find, oh, the word occurs about five times, and there's the meaning. Here's the meaning in LSJ Dictionary. That, that's an academic dictionary for the um, it, for Greek literature, but it doesn't look like the academic dictionary does when you open it in paper. That's very difficult to read because we've hidden all the details under these uh, links here. And uh, so you can see what the word means at different times. So that's what it meant in the first century AD. That's what it meant in the second century AD. That's what it meant in the fifth century AD. Words change their meanings with times. And if you go down to the bottom, you should be able to find, ah, uh, yeah, let's, let's, um, let's go to the, put in some Greek as well, shall we? So we can put another Bible. Um, 
Okay, I'm going to put in the uh, Tyndale House Greek New Testament. Uh, there it is. And now you'll see, oh, there's the Greek as well. And now when you click on a word, oh, you've got the, uh, you've got the grammar of it down here. Uh, let's uh, go and see what the grammar of, there we are, it's a noun. Uh, what's a noun? We'll hover over it and it says it's an object concept or type of person. Well, yeah, a noun, right. Well, singular, what's singular mean? There's only one of them. <laughs> the idea is this isn't for experts to use, this is for anyone to use. Anyone who's intelligent can understand it, uh, and if they don't want to read the, uh, don't want to get down into the details, they can just read the text for itself. Uh, it, uh, you'll notice as I go over words in English, it uh, highlights the Greek underneath. You might just start learning something, mm -hmm. or you might even decide to learn Chinese. <laughs> uh, let's uh, see. Let's put the Chinese uh, Union Bible up with it. Oh, now we have the Chinese. So now you can find out the word <laughs> Abraham in Chinese. <laughs> well, you can see it more clearly if you put it on interlinear. Then each word is lined up nicely. So mm. you learn Chinese, but more importantly, the people in China can be learning about the Bible while they're teaching themselves English. All those people in China who want to learn English, they find this tool and, oh, hey, hang on, this, this is interesting what I'm reading here about Jesus. It's, uh, yeah, the, the tool takes you as deep as you want to go, and uh, there are just so many things to look, look into. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not sure how many things to tell you about. Let me just tell you quickly how to go around it. You, you've seen how to add Bibles, and there's loads of Bibles. This is where I love to play in the ancient Bibles with the, the Greek Old Testament and the Hebrew Old Testament and things and all the Greek texts for the New Testament. Uh, when you're going to passages, you can either type them in or you can go and pick them and then go by chapter. You can pick by verse as well, or you can just start typing. You can just say, OK, I want something in Hebrews. Uh, he Oops. Uh, and uh, so I didn't have to click on anything there. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can find your way around. And if you want to do complex searches, there's just no end of complex searches you can do. But I think I'd better stop talking. <laughs> you want to show us how to, how would, maybe how could you use your, uh, the Step Bible to do a word study or something like that? Sure, sure. So uh, let me start the search, uh, the share again. So if you want to, um do a study on joshua say now you can do this study in lots of different ways you can go and look up every place where joshua occurs as a t as a word in your translation or you can look it up as a subject that's and so uh, if you do that you'll get uh an, a nice list of all the places where joshua occurs the big things he does or you can get it organized as a Bible study. So all the things about Joshua, uh, then you have, oh, where are we? Um, oh, this isn't such a good example here. Uh, this is uh, Joshua, the, uh, who is uh, Moses' friend. This is Joshua, who's the governor of Jerusalem later on. And as you click on any of these, you get the, te the verses that are involved. And you can go and get even more information if you then go and look at the related subjects. 
or you can do it by um, following the actual Hebrew words. You can Joshua. Uh, let's uh, go by Greek because it's uh, easier to see. So you see, I typed up Joshua there, and it's offering me Jesus. Now that's strange. So I click on that, and I see that oh, actually the name Joshua and Jesus are the same. And there are three people with the name Jesus. There's Jesus, no, no one named Christ. Uh, this also uses a group of Christians. There's also Jesus, uh, Jesus Barabbas, and uh, Jesus is the Greek name for Joshua. And it's, suddenly the Bible takes on complexities which you hadn't thought of. Mm -hmm. So if you want to find out every place where Jesus is called Christ, you can do that and... Uh, it gives you a list. Oh, look, now, now we've got the Chinese. Let's get rid of the Chinese and the Greek. <laughs> All the places where Jesus is called Christ. Wow. Or you can find all the places where Joshua in the Old Testament is, uh, uh, has, has names other than Joshua. And uh, or, yeah, you, it's, there's so many different things that you can do. And you get lost, but never mind. Here on the right-hand side are all the searches you've done, which you can then go back to. So you did this search for um, Hebrews 5, and you just go back to it and say, oh, yeah, I want to go back to that part of Hebrews 5, and which I had open in Chinese and in Greek, and there we are back again. That is so impressive. I like, wow. <laughs> it's, it's like software everywhere. You play with it. Mm -hmm. But there, there also is a very... Uh, extensive manual you know are there videos to help you uh, there's uh, lots of uh, little videos along the way that you can click on uh, lots of ways in which you can find help and there's a forum as well if you want to ask questions and if you want to get into say how do i search for this particular thing and uh, someone will tell you and how do you access all of that help uh, the the help is uh, up in the let's uh, share the screen again uh up here uh, on the more, uh, we got uh, video demonstrations, the guide and instructions of the manual at Babel Bibles, Classical Education, and very importantly, how to help, because uh, we're still building this thing. We're still building lots of cool things. Uh, I was uh, talking with someone today. He wants to make Strong's Dictionary, that, that's the uh, lexicon that we're um, in the background, in Arabic. Uh, we already have it in Spanish, and uh, we have it in French, and uh, the, um, the, there's a Kurdish one being made, and uh, someone's making a Bulgarian one, and someone wants to make an Arabic lexicon. So they want the uh, definitions not to come up in English, they want them to come up in Arabic, and so we're going to be helping them do that. So we're, we're always looking for people who want to give their expertise, and also just to help shout about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we're shouting about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah. So what do you picture the, the future of Step Bible being? You said a few projects that are being worked on. Um, are yeah. there any more uh, vision? Yes, yes. Um, we're working on uh, the, uh, a chronology bar to be down the side so it will automatically go to the right part of the history of Israel when you open up a chapter. And then you'll be able to explore back up and down. So that, um, I've just uh, worked on the Old Testament data of that, and someone's working on New Testament data. The big, big thing that's in the glint in my eye that uh, I'm really excited about is 
indeed, you saw with the ESV there, as you hover over words, the Greek and Hebrew comes up. It, a scholar needs to tag a Bible with the Greek and Hebrew underneath it. And it takes a scholar about 10 years to tag one Bible. We have hundreds of Bibles to do. And in the world, there's a few thousand Bibles, and we, we want to get them done, and we don't have a million years. So <laughs> I've written a program that actually tags automatically, and I've tested it on uh, Swahili, which is the most difficult language for a Bible uh, program to understand. Computers, they can understand one-to-one -one relationships. You know, every time you come across this pattern of letters, it means this. Swahili is an agglutinative language, so the verbal system is extremely complicated. You can have five prefixes and uh, you have six prefixes and up to five suffixes on the end of a verb, uh, which means you two instances of the same verb will hardly ever turn up in the Bible, and you can't just tell a computer to look for patterns. So we, we've anyway, we taught the computer to understand a language it has not learned before. And it's produced an interlinear out of a Swahili paraphrase of the Bible. It works, but not good enough. You know, this is Bible we're talking about. So I, I, I'm collecting more and more Greek and Hebrew data, making it absolutely accurate so that when the computer comes across words, it knows exactly what it's looking for in the other language, what to combine with My what goodness. to make it work. Uh, and uh, it, it looks like we are going to get there, which means we'll be able to make every language in the world look like an interlinear language, like, mm. we, like I showed you. Uh, so if we found... Uh, Bible on Mars, uh, this program should be able to work. <laughs> Just got to work on getting there. I think you should be on that too. It sounds like you're good at getting things done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this, I can kind of see someone new to this resource coming to it and just thinking this is big and overwhelming and I don't know where to start. So what advice would you give somebody who wants to maybe start using Set Bible but doesn't quite know how? I think they have to become like a child, as Jesus said. Children play with things, and they just go, oh, I wonder what this button does. Oh, what happens if I do that? Oh, I could try this. And uh, by playing with things, that's that's how you use software. You'd, you remember when we used to get those big, fat manuals, and you'd think, oh, i got to read this manual before I can use it. No, forget about it. Just play with it. You can't break it. It's not <laughs> on your computer. It's on a service. There's, there's 100 servers around the planet which are running this thing, and you can't break any of them. So just play with it. Nothing's going to go wrong. And, so you, and you discover things. You discover, oh, it can do that. Oh, hang on. I wonder if it can. Oh, you can. And you, you just find out more. And that, that's the way we love to learn as well. We don't want to learn, oh, now I've got to do the fifth declension. And no, just just play with it. Great. Yeah. And by this time, we should have a few videos out doing tutorial walkthroughs through it and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, how do you how do you use the Step Bible? Do you use it what? your own personal use? Yeah, I'm using it all the time. I, I have accordance on my on my computer. I have um, Bible Works, so I have Logos. Uh, but I find that I hardly use any of them. I use Step Bible all the time because it's just quicker and and easier, and it's got all the answers in there. 
Accordance and uh, BibleWorks, they're fantastic programs. You know, that they're the ones that's really set the standard and uh, that they're the ones that the scholars use. Uh, and yet now I find I'm using Step Bible all the time. And hmm, yeah, maybe it's because it's my baby, but I, <laughs> I find it quicker to find the answers there. So are you the one who like birthed this project? I'm afraid I am. That's a, that's a horrible thing. We're talking about babies here. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to be a medical student and I've uh, delivered 12 babies. But uh, this, this, this is, uh, uh, and I've got two daughters of my own, so, but uh, <laughs> I didn't deliver those. But <laughs> this one has been a, a very long gestation. I, I've been at this for 10 years now and uh, the, the data is getting to a really nice level. And uh, we should be leapfrogging the commercial programs because uh, the the amount of uh, detail that we now have is uh, quite fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I've even noted, like, I've started using Step Bible maybe two, three years ago, and even the amount of change since then has been very substantial and impressive. So, yeah, a lot of the changes take place under the hood where you don't notice them. Uh, you just sort of suddenly find, oh. Uh, the programmer, the, uh, most of the programming isn't done by me. Uh, nowadays, it's uh, done by someone who understands computers much better than I do. And he's getting real speed out of those servers. Uh, things are going that fast. But uh, yeah, the, and the uh, details in the Greek and Hebrew, which you just don't notice because the searches just work better. Uh, you don't realize that the amount of work that's gone on behind the scenes oh, sure. to make that mm -hmm. happen. Um, yeah. Well, on behalf of all of us, thank you for putting in all this work and all your people you work with. Yeah, it's it's very nice of you thanking me, but actually it's all, it's all done because I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is there any is there any way that you hope the step bible would be used and it's it's not being used that way? Like what's yeah. your dream for the step bible? The 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 big pain to me is that We've developed it especially for the disadvantaged world. Uh, one way which we did that was to, from the ground up, we wanted it to work without the internet. Even though it works across the internet, we want it to work when the internet has given up because there are so many people live in areas where you, know, you, you get the internet on weekend and then it's down. And uh, So you can actually download it and it will install a web server on your computer and run the internet in the background on your computer without you realizing it. It's uh, really tricky and uh, clever, but it, it yeah, it works really nicely. So it, it runs on your browser, even when the internet's broken. Wow. It, yeah, it's nice. Uh, but there, there aren't so many people in other countries, the disadvantaged countries that use it yet. And I'd love if anyone knows a missionary, go and tell your missionary friend about it so they can go and tell the people that they're serving about it so that their friends can all use it. Mm -hmm. Because we don't have lots of advertising, we don't have lots of uh, ways in which people will find out except by friends telling them. So we need friends. We need friends to tell them. Yeah. All right. Go spread the news, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it, it already does reach more countries than are in the UN. I didn't realize that there were countries that weren't in the UN until I looked into it. And you know, when I counted up the number of countries, I thought, hang on, the UN only has this number. We've got this number. So it, wow. 
we've already reached more countries. But uh, it's it's a small numbers in a lot of the countries. So we need missionaries to go and say, hey, you can read the Bible in your language. Mm-hmm. Go and have a go. Yeah. And not even just in, in your own language, but even comparing interlinear with Greek and Hebrew and mm-hmm. all these tools. Um, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, it was, when you start opening lots of Bibles, it becomes very slow if you're just using a phone. You know, you're on, on yeah. a phone, you want to use perhaps two Bibles. But uh, yeah, on a nice computer, you know, on a laptop or something, uh, you can open so many and you can do so much work. So, but uh, people just want to read the Bible. And they want to know that it's reliable. So they want to be able to see, oh, well, you know, is this really, is there actually something behind it? And they see the Greek and Hebrew behind it. They go, okay, okay, that's enough, that's enough. I'm happy now that this Bible is based on something and they go on and read the text. And that's what we want people to do. Read the text and find out what God's saying to them in their language. Mm. Is there an app for this as well, or is it just on a web browser? On the phone, you can use it on the web browser, but there is also a downloadable app. Okay. Uh, you find it in your um, the Google Play and in the iStore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Step Bible. Uh, it doesn't have so many of the features. It's uh, very basic at the moment. So it has reliable data, but mm-hmm. we're still building up the feature list. It's very difficult putting so many things into something as downloaded. It, it the, All those features work nicely because they're on big, beefy servers around the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're just pinging off requests to it, and it's sending doing the big work and then sending it back to you like Google does. Yeah. But uh, getting that to work on your phone, ooh, that's tough. We've got a really clever programmer working uh, with, uh, yeah, there's two guys working on it, and they're, they're getting good stuff out of the phones, but uh, phones aren't as beefy yet as the servers are. Yeah, mm. understandable. Yeah. All right. Well, it seems like you really enjoy the Bible and that's kind of the, the heart behind this. So um, how, how did you get to this point of enjoying the Bible? And then what's that look like in your personal study and devotions? I can't read the Bible before bed because if I do, I can't sleep. <laughs> when I, when I read the Bible, it's pinging off so many things to me. So many messages, so many interesting ideas, so, so many insights. Uh, it's, it's too exciting a book to read just before bed. You know, I can, I can watch a, a murder mystery or, I, or car chases, and, but the Bible is just too exciting just before bed. You just can't sleep. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the most exciting book there is. Mm. So mm. when do you read the Bible? Like, what's, how do you get spiritually fed? <laughs> the trouble is i'm on the bible all the time yeah. it's yeah and it it is difficult standing back and saying hey hang on a minute this is god's word it's not just something cool and interesting and inspiring to everyone it's speaking to me and that that i do find difficult mm-hmm. because it's finding that personal space for god to speak to me is very difficult and i find it better when i'm walking mm-hmm. then uh, the distractions aren't there i'm not looking at the text but i'm remembering what it said and then i find god can speak mm. i feel like that's a pattern that we've heard yeah that scholars like to listen or prayerfully meditate or go on walks that's definitely you're not alone in that <laughs> but thanks for 
that honest answer. Yeah. Right. Any last words you want to say to inspire people to go and check out the Step Bible? Yeah, that's I. I, I really am sincere about saying that people who have time to help come and tell me what you're good at. You don't have to be good at programming. You don't have to be good at Greek and Hebrew. There are lots of different tasks that can be done. But most of all, tell your friends. Tell your missionary friends that, hey, there, there are people out there who don't have these resources that we have in the West, and that they have them for free. Awesome. Well, awesome. thank you, David, for your time and telling us about this resource and just seeing your energy is inspiring. God is definitely using you to further his kingdom through this resource. So. Well, thank you guys for your interest. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Bible Toolbox. All of the resources mentioned in this episode are posted on our website, thebibletoolbox.com. There you can also find out more information on how to give and support us. And we have loved all of the encouragement and feedback we've received from you. So thanks so much.